Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about using our voice. We are in a time where it is imperative to use our voice. You know, the election's going on, COVID's going on, police brutality's happening. So many things in our in our own world is going on. And it's just so important to use the power, which is our voice. So Kobe, you came up with this topic. Let the people know why we're talking about this today. Yes. So I don't know. Someone uh, said something on Instagram and they were like, you choose how you show up in this world. And I've heard that quote before. I've heard that saying before, but um, it just really stuck with me this particular time. And it just made, I guess it was sensitive because of, you know, the election is going on just, um, like you said, the things that are going on with police brutality, the changes that we're starting to see within work and the companies that we work for. So it just made me think just, just life in general, just how we choose how we show up and we choose to use our voice or to just sit back. And so I just really wanted to dive into that today and just, you know, dive deeper into why if you're not using your voice why aren't you using it and then just different ways that you can use your voice that's so true there's so many ways that we can use our voice and i think i think we kind of take our voice for granted the definition of voice is actually expressing something into words so it's just basically expressing how we feel if we just really think about it god gave us a voice for a reason and he talks about in the bible a lot like use your voice, speak things into existence. So there's really so much power behind our voice. We talk about this in our podcast about affirmations, about using our voice. We did an episode about that, but it goes so much deeper than that. So I feel like a lot of times we take our voice for granted, which is really not very good because there's so much power and magic in it. But a lot of times we seem afraid. We seem like we're unworthy to talk about something like we don't know enough. But using your voice could be used, like you said, in so many different types of ways. So I did want to ask Jasmine, Charles, your government <laughs> name. Uh, I know you're passionate about um, the election this year, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yes. just tell, tell the people why. <laughs> if y'all haven't been listening to like our last 20 podcasts if you have you know that the election this year is just like both of y'all just said and so so well said like we take for granted our voice we we sometimes we take our voices for granted and i even love how tiffany just put the spin on there and put the how it even states in the bible that you know, God wants us to speak things, speak truth, speak, use our power. And so and that's exactly what our voice is. And and it's just, I think it comes from, part of this comes from, you know, generational curses that are on us. The, the You know, as African-American people, at one point in time, our voices 
we're not valued. It it didn't matter what we said. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't taken, you know, it wasn't taken into consideration. No one, you know, even thought to care to even listen up. And so some of that conditioning has been passed down even in the very household. And I was like, you know, thinking, you know, um, in some certain households, some households, you know, they don't let the youth so the quote unquote is like do as I say, uh, and sometimes it's done to a, a very extreme extent. Some you know I think it's very important to have boundaries in your household. Your child should listen and do you know certain things. But then I also know there's a other spectrum to that. How parents don't let their child have a voice at all, and you know overpower their voice, and so then you trans like that into growing up in adulthood, feeling like you have no voice or, you know, that is crushing that hope that's within that, that, um, oh, that give up mentality or that, that we sometimes adopt. And this could not even just be from your child because this could be from society or wherever you were grown, brought up at. If you were brought up in poverty and in, in a poverty community, feeling like, you know, this is all life is, what's the point of trying? I've been living in poverty for the last 10 years the last election didn't get me out of poverty why vote like you know it's like so our voice is like we have to still it's like we have to understand the bigger the bigger picture like this is a this is a a, a point in evolution and how we use our voice will determine what the future will become and that's the beauty the beautiful part about it a lot of times we say what it, and this is and I'm just thinking about all of my friends that are not voting or some of my people that are close to me that's like, you know, the election don't mean nothing. It's not going to help us. What is what is Biden done for? The, here's the famous Instagram quote. And, and it was cute. Um, it's not really cute. I'm being sarcastic. But that, you know, Biden was in politics for 47 years. What is he going to do there? That's been the biggest one. So why should I vote now? Like, you know, he's been there. And so I think about it like this. <laughs> and and I was having this conversation with someone and they, they were just like, really, really, you use a Beyonce analogy to describe politics? Yes, I'm about to use a Beyonce analogy to describe politics. And so the, the way I, I see it as I'm like, okay, yes, although Biden was in politics, Kamala, and, and I'm, I'm just letting you know who I'm voting for. I'm not telling you who to vote for, even if this you're using differently, you know, but he, I was just like, you know, these people have been in, in quote unquote power, but you know, these are still, you still have to, it's like a job. You have to go to work and you have to abide by a certain amount of rules. And so they were like, you know, he was Obama's vice president. Why he didn't do all this, then that and third. I'm like, okay, guys, seriously, when you become the president, I just don't think y'all understand. Like you get a little bit more different power than just sitting in the Senate. You can you can actually make a little bit more things. You can make more change depending on what seat of power you're in. And then I even love to go just to see Kamala. And and this is another reason I'm, I'm giving y'all all the people's. I'm giving the people's views right now. So they're like, you know, why vote for Kamala? Blah blah blah. She's not even black. She Indian and Jamaican. She not like y'all. Come on, like I'm like this is stepping stones like obama wasn't black either he was white and kenyan like come on like and so i'm like but we're still all black if that makes sense if that makes sense the diaspora is real we still all are descendants we and i'm like this is just stepping stones moving closer to eventually very soon someone that is african-american come from a slave descent like that actual 
that that descent of the, the culture the history that will soon yet to come but like can we at least work with what we got right now if we if we had to choose and i'm not saying make this about race i'm not saying make this about race but i'm about to i'm going on a whole tangent here and i was expecting to use some of these points later in the show but girl it's it's so deep it's so many levels it's it's just so many levels to why we have to use our voice and and camilla said it best she she said think about it like this and i like to use hierarchies like in households if you have a mom a dad a parent and you have a child say that parent has three children you have your three siblings if your big sister tell you to do something you gonna probably listen your little sister tell you to do something you're gonna probably be like uh, i'm you know you just have that natural i'm older i'm that seniority and then if your parent tell you something you like okay i'm definitely gonna listen it's the same exact thing with with the presidency and this is where the people that's saying like, you know, why Biden, he's Biden's been in politics for 47 years. He admitted to, to certain things such as the crime bill. This is another one. I, I gotta talk about all the, the peoples because because this is what the people have been saying. And so for the crime bill, and this is the last thing and I'm gonna, we gonna move a little further and I'm gonna let y'all know the other stuff later. But with the crime bill, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I, I just gotta talk about it. I gotta talk truth, and I had to come out the gates with it. I didn't even know about do this early in the show, but no, seriously though, um, with the crime bill, because a lot of black people, included, especially my black men, oh, and this is this is so much power too. Like this is spiritual, even in and of itself. Black men have to use their voice. Like all the unjustness that's happening, that's targeting you, black men, like you, you have to stand up even more so. And in, and, and in the elections, it's always been talked about like how black African-American women, we like literally shift the sides of the polls. I like, I want our black men and our black women to be there to together. Like imagine it wouldn't even be a, a race if black men and black women stood up together and unified and used their voice and so with the crime bill though there you know the crime bill if you don't know what the crime bill is it was basically the bill that was signed when uh bill clinton was in office that incarcerate in the 80s that incarcerated the the it was the war on drugs where you know they were locking up people left and right just for having like very small minute amounts of marijuana uh crack and and i don't think it was cocaine and so it was like the smallest amounts and they were giving them tre treacherous sentences like life 80 years over like over the smallest mundane things and so anybody today if you know somebody that do any type of like for that alone so and this is what i'm trying to say so he 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 admitted to his wrong admitted said it was a, a wrong pill bill to be passed but a hundred and something people voted on signed off on this exact same bill and all of them said yes it wasn't just his his him Every, it was not one single signature that voted against that bill so it was just imagine you in a classroom it's like 30 people and just everybody just complies because peer pressure whatever you know you just all going no and he, everybody like why he didn't just say no yeah it, it, it goes deeper than that but anyway moving right along with the crime bill it locked it in incarcerated majority targeting black men so they're trying to create a new bill y'all that expunges meaning releases anyone that was locked up for the crime bill or for any type of drug uses oh i know it's marijuana for right now 
I don't know about the other substances, but they're trying to expunge that and get have these people released. There go our prison reform right there that we've been talking about that we want as a people. Like, how are we going to get the prison reform and the 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 system changed if we don't, you know, use our voices to act in power and political power as well? And so, with that being said, um, he's trying to get it expunged and. This this quote right here really got under my skin, and pe and it's the black people got the audacity to be out here vote for Trump. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta say it, I gotta talk about it because Trump said everybody want to call out how, uh, see 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 somebody trying to black eye shine, they give me calls in the middle of the podcast trying to not let this information get released, but um no. Trump said that the only thing that was wrong with the crime bill is that it didn't lock enough people up. Enough. And, and you know who they're targeting. So it didn't lock enough of us up. Wow. Wow. This type of rhetoric is just like, you have to stand for something or fall for nothing. I mean, fall for anything. And, and like Obama said, silence is compliance. Choose a side like if you just had to choose a side just choose one but the, the worst thing we could do is just give up our power and say i don't care who wins it's the same thing been going on since this that and the third and, and i got family members that say this and i just be wanting to like shake them but it's just like everybody has to go go through their own awakening at their own time i understand that but if we could just awaken one more three more a hundred more it's seven thousand of y'all that be listening to our podcast on a daily we love y'all we thank y'all but how about this all seven of us i mean seven thousand of us go out and march our behinds to the polls to the polls and like really let our voices be heard and that's all i gotta say okay i'm, I'm done i'm done I'm good <laughs> No, that's good. That's good. Um, so we're talking about voting and using our voice. I just want to say this really quickly. Um, just if you just think about everything that people, you know, just political and voter suppression and everything that, that has been done to prevent us to, you know, from voting. Why? Why is that? Because they know how powerful we are. They know how much change can happen when we come together and we really work together, you think about, you know, once they did finally say, okay, y'all can vote, y'all are free, y'all can vote. Then it was, you know, you, the grandfather clause. Well, if your grandfather didn't vote, then well, you know my grandfather didn't vote because they were slaves. So grandfather didn't vote, you can't vote. You got these literacy tests. You know, we, we, we can't read. We just, we were enslaved, enslaved for years. Poll tax. You know we ain't got no money. What's up? What'd you say, too? <laughs> I said illegal to read. Could be hung for reading. It could be hung for reading. Killed. Killed. And then, you know, fast forward, they, so we just, in August, we celebrated 100 years of the 19th Amendment. So then they passed the 19th Amendment. Okay, women can vote. But then it, well, you know what? In that clause, it says, in that clause, it says they can't uh, discriminate against gender. So even even still, so you can't discriminate against gender, but we're going to come for you, you know, in other ways. You know, you know class, we're going to change, you know, have all these other factors 
disability, whatever, to be able to prevent you from voting. So they do every, they jump through hoops, trying to move voting uh, location, stopping buses, you know, change mail, all of that. They are doing everything they can to prevent us. Just even, even now, here in Houston, the mayor reduced the, um, I think the mail-in ballot thing where you, where you have to go and turn in your uh, ballot to one wow. location. For millions of the people <gasps> that live in Houston, it's only one location, and that location is NRG. So everybody got it. Yes. I do not even know that. One location. So they wow. working their asses off, even right now, today, even in Houston, to make mm. sure that we don't use our use our voices. Mm. And, and if it didn't matter, no, no, keep going. No. You're right. I mean, that's so true. And it just makes me think like voice, using your true voice, okay? And thinking about your true, is is truth, okay? So it's just like, they have limited, they, they have limited our voice or try to suppress our voice for so long. And not, it just doesn't stop here. Like even on social media, you see people, if they put something, they talk about something political, they get banned or they get shadow banned or something like that. So it's, it's even going towards the internet and, and I could say it is on both sides. So, so I'm saying like people just need to, people sometimes they are scared of the truth. There's, and we think about our history books, the things that we learned growing up in history, like we grew up having to celebrate Christopher Columbus Day and all these other things like that they that are in our history books that are just like a false narrative of what the truth of America is. And, and they wrote those books or rewrote those books or rewrote history so the truth, the voice um, isn't out there. And I know there's so many people who are trying to speak the truth. You know that you know that people have literally burned books of truth in Africa um, it's because they don't want our voices to be heard and so what we want so what we do when people don't want our voices we, to be heard we speak louder okay mm -hmm. just like in a meeting like sometimes like I remember back when I was working in a setting where there was an abundance of people and somebody would I, I remember saying things like hey we should do this and then someone else, no one says anything. And then someone else says the exact same thing. We should do this. Oh, for me though, I'm like, oh, you, you didn't hear me when I said that? <laughs> you know, I'm crazy. But that's probably why I was fired from four jobs. The thing is, when you speak up, sometimes there's consequences that go with it. Like I remember speaking up at one of my other jobs. I'm like, you said that we we're going to do return on investment. We're not getting return on investment. We should change some things. I was fired <laughs> after that. But you know, it is what it is because the truth will, but if you still, if you continue to live in your truth, you continue to live a freer life and God is able to open up doors for you. So all I'm saying is like the truth in your voice, it may be scary to say it, it may not seem like it's important, but the fact of the matter is even the Bible says it's important. Even God puts emphasis on, on our voice, literally He's given us the voice to be able to create things and manifest things into existence. So if you're saying it's not going to work, it's not going to work, 
you're gonna have to change that rhetoric up because that is you're putting that into the world put something into like the world that says oh no this is gonna work because this is how i feel things are different this election is different than any other election because trump is a different he's a different breed y'all he don't care about republicans don't care about democrats cares about himself only <laughs> that's it he will lie to you and say things and are his working. wealthy people his his wealth his his yeah. crew his wealth because remember his wealth because um there's a, a lot of people that are in his gang that are now in prison and he does not associate himself with so whoever is not even forefront for trump or or who got in trouble with trump he will separate himself for that so he ain't no he ain't no day one a one <laughs> so but i also yeah yeah you're right but i think he, he still got every time you know you eliminate a few he still got a few that he's working with that he's still working for them he's working for them because yeah. he he did help make what the the billionaires of the world the ones that saying oh the, the economy is better than ever because of trump and and a lot of black people kill me when they be like yeah because of trump he fixed our economy but in the stock and i'm not saying you know when i get to billions and billions i'm like i'm across this bridge when i get there but right now i'm speaking from where i'm at right now and for the people that i know that are in similar places the working class i'm not even thinking about i mean not thinking i'm not even talking about just only people that are in poverty but i'm talking about just working class people and this is all demographics we're all it's i know many many different demographics this is not even just a white and black thing when it comes to trump because this is just like a working class and the wealthy class to him. That's what he sees. And so not only what he sees, but this is some of what he sees. And so he has made it to the point, did y'all know that billionaires that were already billionaires in this past Trump's term alone has gained 700 more billion dollars already added onto their wealth? I didn't billion dollars added on as collective that's what has increased to people that has billions so if you was investing in investing and then a lot of people black people we like because we don't have that generational wealth yet well some of us do but for on a vast number that generational wealth where you're born into already having 250 mil in a, in a trust fund we, we we ain't touched that 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 just yet and so he is strategically systematically has made ways and passed laws for the people that know how to use the laws. And this is why he said, I've done nothing illegal because it's for the information, the select few that knows how to use the system, they have benefited tremendously. And so for black people to be out here, like, I'm just gonna, or any people that's a working class person, I'm not say black people, for all people that's not getting a direct effect of you can't go to your bank account right now and say you got that same equivalent or even close to why are you supporting the tax cuts i mean why are you not supporting the tax cuts that that they're trying to create to 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 help fund working classes if all you don't care about is himself and his people why not you care about you yourself and your people that you dearly love that go to work every day that's blessing their behinds that's small business owners that's trying to get their business off the ground why are you not supporting them because he's supporting him and big businesses we ain't made it there yet so we trying to get there and in our journey to get there why not take the available resources that you know someone's offering us Okay, well, I, that, 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 that's, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, same. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, I'm a, um, there's a lot of issues that we're voting on, including what Jazz just spoke on. We're voting for Black, Indigenous, people of color. We're voting for the future. We're voting for civil rights, for gun control, for equality, for health care, for women's rights, for equal, play, equal pay, for climate change. We're voting for education, for the disabled community, and just for outright decency. You know, this is what we're voting for. And like I said, I'm gonna post on our story, on our, uh, I'll share some some, uh, Instagram post of where each candidate stands on both. You know, I found some pretty neutral ones, even though I'm, you know, putting out that we need to get Trump ass out, we need to get him out. But (laughs) I still, you know, found some pretty neutral you know, points that explain where each candidate stands on both of those, on all of these issues. And, you know, like you just said, I know a lot of people feel a certain way about the taxes and, you know, Biden is not this perfect candidate, but is that really enough to still keep this man in office? Like, no, like I get it. We have to hold him accountable. We're going to have to make sure, you know, Biden does right by everybody, but no, we got to get him out. We got to get him out i just think it's just so important if we're gonna just keep talking about the election and me and jazz talk about a lot we be going in okay but um it's just so important to to use your voice it really is with your vote um because like people don't think that it matters but it really does like you were saying earlier it's basically you it's a game y'all you're gonna need to choose a person who's gonna get you closer to a greater life. And for me, I don't know about y'all, for me, you know, making sure that kids aren't separated at the border, making sure that, you know, police are held accountable for killing uh, black people, you know, that I I care about people having access to healthcare because it's hard out here, equal access. And, and what I'm saying is this time is way different than anything. Than anything. Trump really did change the game because he does anything that he wants. Nobody was talking about police brutality like we were until this year. White people really didn't know what the fuck we was going through. I don't know how, but they was not, they really were like, oh, wow, this is really happening. Like I've heard white people have told me, like I didn't know this was going on. And so even Joe, Joe Biden, even said the word systemic um, racism. Nobody has said this. Not all, like no one has said this or using this type of rhetoric. So yes, people's past could look different, but look at what's happening right now. What, what are people saying right now? Who's calling you a thug right now? Who's not calling out white supremacy right now? Who, 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 who doesn't care? Who said that they're the least racist? Didn't say he wasn't racist. Who said that he, they were the least racist? Okay, so yeah, I just want people to, to focus on the truth. We're talking about voice. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to the truth. Don't come up with something so, uh, that you just, some something in your mind. Listen to what's actually being said, okay? And then vote for that thing and actually use 
your voice because you know why? We need, we need the voice. We need to vote together. We need to be on one accord. And with you using your voice, don't stop after the vote if you really care. If you really care, you don't have to start, you don't have to stop after you vote. You can use that voice to now say, okay, now Kamala, Joe Biden, whoever your local officials are, this is what we want. Come, come together and lobby for something that you want. Say, because because you're not gonna you're not gonna get my vote for this this way, but if we're sticking to the same person who literally is <laughs> doesn't care about you, and, and and with this whole economy thing, you know, after the Bush administration, the, the administration before can change everything. So Obama had to take on the recession from Bush and turn the economy around. Then Donald Trump inherited a great economy from Obama. The next president is probably going to have <laughs> to fix whatever Donald Trump has. So people are going to take, take what's good from Obama and call it as their own and what's bad from Obama and say, oh, that's Obama. So don't get it twisted, y'all. Like, don't get it twisted. Just because people say something does not mean that it's the truth. It doesn't mean that it's the truth. Just so I just want us to like really use our voice, but also not only use our voices in voting, but I want y'all to have hope in your voice because things are different and things can change. You know, even about what the stuff with the stuff going on in, in Nigeria within SARS, like young people are speaking up and saying, we're not putting up with this anymore. Things have to change. Police brutality across the entire world needs to change. The, the abuse of power needs to change. We just want to live a life. And even just speaking about that and just saying, what can I do to help? Whether it's just posting about it, whether it's just calling, whether it's donating. We can use our voice in so many different ways, but just use your voice for good at the end of the day. That's it. Whatever is going to the greater good, I believe you should lend your voice to that. But never, ever give up your power because that's exactly what they want you to do. Your voice is part of your power. So literally use it. <laughs> mm. You got to use it. Your voice is your power. It's your power. It's your power to transform your life. Like we say at the end of every episode, either for the good or for the bad. And if you see so much bad going around you, all around you, you still have to use your voice to transform that bad around. And like, even so much so to the point where, look, look how powerful. And this, this is so crazy that our, our show is talking about using your voice. Trump even said, he stated, <laughs> He stated that professional athletes using their voice on their platforms should be fired. Should be fired. Because they're speaking truth because they know that we're heavily impacted by our artists, by our basketball players, by our football. Like, by these are powerful voices. Once you reach a certain power, y'all, literally, your voice carries so much more weight. It, can, it has the ability to move thousands, millions, trillions. Is it even, yeah, it's not even trillions of us yet. Well, trillions, if we think about generations. We, I'm think, when I say trillions, I think about generations ahead, like our kids, 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 kids. So seriously, like, even think about the voices of, 
of our president, George Washington, is still carrying on. We, we say, oh, George Washington said this, that voice is going to carry weight versus someone named, I don't know, I can't think of a random name, like that we just never heard of. And so we say we use our voices and we use them to speak like Tiffany was saying that truth. Like it's so much going on right now. And I love how Kobe broke down the different layers of this election, the different layers, the different, you know, there is so much more. And, and I don't want it to just be misconstrued with, um, because if I, I do have to always play devil's advocate, I understand, I don't know that, that Trump is actually a racist or not, but from context clues, from context clues, you have given me like things that, that, that just don't sit right in my spirit. Like that, I wouldn't tell someone this or say this certain thing. Okay, <laughs> my people calling me. Y'all stop calling me right now. But um, I wouldn't say this certain thing about someone that I truly cared about or truly loved. I wouldn't detain a child in a cage, in a cage, y'all. Like, and that was so, so real. Like, that situation was very real. The whole ICE, the International Border Patrol, like, this is real. This is a real issue. Like, I teach in a predominantly Hispanic demographic environment. And last semester, when, when soon it, right at the time when Trump was getting, when he first got in office and he repealed a law that Obama put in place to keep these people safe. That's why people was getting deported left and right, like in numbers that was, it was above what, 20 something percent, 30 something percent more than, you know, when Obama was off in office and, and, and people were getting stuck at airports. Y'all remember that weird space we were in where you, you could even travel because you was afraid that you was gonna get stuck in, a, in another country. And so this is real, I had students, afraid i gotta speak truth y'all like this is a real issue they were afraid they were not coming to school like scared to come to school even if they were legal and let's say their mom was illegal or or their or their brother or someone in their household was not a legal citizen they were not coming to school at all and and even to the point where it's just like afraid to go and get help 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 at healthcare afraid to go to the doctor y'all because you're afraid that your doctor could potentially release your record so that you can get deported and like these are real issues real issues if you don't vote for anything at all we can't even see you know because sometimes we have to hear other people's story before we can even stand up for ourselves and just you know hear our own story and be like that's enough can we just vote for that can we just vote for that like use our voice to speak on that i mean we have to I really feel like it's um it goes back to black power. We have to have power in every aspect. We need spiritual power, we need unity, we need uh love, we need political power, we need financial power. We have to use all the power within us that God has given to us on all levels, not just some levels, not just in your per your gift, the thing you're passionate about, but then neglect your health and your, you know, your wealth and things like that, we have to have power. We have to be a powerful people and using our voice and speaking truth. That's how we have to use our power, y'all. Yes, I agree. Like, I definitely do agree and believe that our voice is supposed to be used to educate, to empower, and to, um, to heal. 
And it's crazy that you, you know, mentioned, you know, hearing other people say things because, you know, you can hear something so many times. Like I know my mom used to tell me something. So, you know, and then I hear from somebody else and then it would click. It would be like, oh, okay. I think I need to go on to do that <laughs> or vice versa. Other people be telling me to do something. And it wasn't until my mom said it where I'd be like, dang, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. And, you know, with that being said, I remember prior to starting this podcast that I did, I had a nudge and, you know, something telling me that, you know, you're going to be speaking to people, you're going to be talking to people. And it is, it was scary to me. I was like, really me? I got to use my voice. I got to talk to me. I got to say something really. Why? Why me, God? Why? And I remember feeling so scared. And then, you know, we started Inspire Fire, started changing lives, started helping those people, the little kids and teaching the kids. We did, you know, that uh, program during the summer where we were uh, teaching to the uh, men at the Salvation Army, like that right there was amazing. You know, to be able to help those men who are recovering from alcoholism and drug abuse and using our voice to help them, you know, live healthy lives. And I was just like, wow we are really doing this like we are using our platform to to change just the our world around us that's so good and it's it's something for me is you know your voice and your purpose is definitely one like they're intertwined they are definitely intertwined and so also with this topic i just want to encourage people to use your voice to do what it is that you're supposed to be doing to do go after if you have a platform if you want to inspire people through makeup through clothes through fashion through teaching through um medicine through engineering like whatever it is just do it you have to do it like i said at the beginning of the podcast you choose how you show up and so that is why you know saturday after saturday we are here because we are choosing to show up on so Feeling podcast to educate, to empower, to heal, to teach, to use our voices. Yes, and voices are are healing. Like us talking, you know, every day, like as much as it is for our soulmates, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get my therapy session on <laughs> in, uh, during the this Saturday with my girls. And I totally forgot that we did teach those men, but that's just another thing. Like even when we were teaching, so me and Kobe, we taught, um, at the Salvation Army about how they eat healthy, basically. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, a lot of people didn't know. Like, things that seem so normal to us through the years, sometimes people just don't know to read a label. You know, they don't know what's healthy and what's not because, yes. honestly, the media kind of portrays things that are to be healthy when they're really not. But um, that's just to say, like, you may not want to feel weird about using your voice, but your voice, you know something that someone else doesn't know. And they need you to say it. Whether you think like me and Kobe, we not know no experts or anything on, on health. I mean, maybe we're we're pretty known <laughs> more than the the average person, yeah. but like we're not dietitians or anything like that. But if we were to say, like, oh no, we're not gonna do this, all those men would have missed out of, on learning on how to you know, lower their cholesterol or lower their blood pressure and things of that nature and now go on to live a healthier life. So don't ever think that your voice is too little to not be heard because by you telling one person, they might tell another person, they might tell millions of people 
or your voice can eventually get to millions of people. So along with that comes responsibility. What are you saying, guys? Like, you know, some there's some things that we could I personally cut out of Soul Feeling Podcast because I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna be beneficial to our soulmates, you know, some things that guests say on our podcast, I'm like, I don't know, this ain't feeding the soul, you know, because we care about, you know, what y'all hear, because we know that it's it's very important, what we say is important, and, and what we say people cling on to, just like when your mom says something, you know, you kind of cling on to it, sometimes, you know, you definitely have to like, mm, is this for me, you know, you always have to do your discernment check, but be responsible for what you're putting out into the world and what you're saying to others because it will have an effect on them and they're going to have to analyze it and go and back and, and figure out if they're going to use that for themselves or not. So when you're, you're spewing out hate or you're spewing out false narrative or you're just spewing out something that someone else said that you don't know is true, it does have an effect on you. So also with your voice, since it is so powerful, really think before you speak but always speak with good intent and with truth. So, you know, there's a responsibility that comes with, with your voice. And, and that's what I, all I'm saying is use it wisely, but whatever you do, use it <laughs> because it's needed. And so when we are speaking up for, when we are speaking also, we need to speak with authority. I was watching um, a live that Robert Harper was doing one day, and I don't even know who was on it, but he said something to me, not to me, to the entire, <laughs> to the entire, what was on the live, and it really stuck with me, and he was talking about when you are using your voice, speak with authority, and I know as women, sometimes we don't do that, uh, as black women, sometimes we don't do that, because we want to be, because we, people could see us as too strong, or too stern or whatever it is or sometimes we just don't feel secure within our own voice but the thing is you know it's when if something comes up don't hey guys i i think that maybe we should probably if it's okay with you uh do this but if it's something that's strong and impressing in your heart you have to be like nah you know what i really feel like we should do this and this is why and have have a strongness about it and the thing about that is it's like not only it's a practice to get better with using your voice, but also it's okay if sometimes you don't use it correctly. There's this song. I all y'all know this song. Uh it's put your records on by Karim Bailey. And one of the words that really stuck out to me it says, maybe sometimes we'll get it wrong, but it's all right. So yes, as much as I'm saying use your voice and be responsible with it. Sometimes we say things that are wrong and sometimes we'll have to use our voice again to say, oh, I got that wrong. Uh, we should probably do this. It's okay, but never, but still use your voice. You could always, you know, always everything with good intent, as we always say, um, but it's okay to get it wrong sometimes. We get it wrong a lot in relationships, girl. Girl. Yeah. That's so funny <laughs> that you brought that up because that's gonna be the next thing I want to talk about is just how our voice even conveys um tone, energy, and precision. And I saw a post <laughs> that uh was saying, you know, just talking about in relationships, like sometimes like it was like, I'm sorry, babe. Sometimes I just say stuff and it just come out a little bit more aggressive than what I, you know, intention, you know, intentionally meant it to. 
Like, it don't be me. It just, it just came out like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I swear that is me. But um, I was looking on this website, Articulate Persuasion, and they were just, you know, the four, five things they talked about is our voice, you know, volume, tone, pace, pitch, and energy. So when you are speaking, you know, think about who you're speaking to, um, how loudly you need to speak. Is it going to be the room size? You have a microphone, no microphone. You know, your tone, what is, what is the message that you're trying to convey? I think when I think about the tone, I think of like po um, poet, poets and how they, you know, say stuff and how they do their, they just have that smooth voice, you know, <laughs> or radio uh, people. And um, so just, you know, your tone should match whatever message it is that you're trying to convey. Do you want to keep it light? Is it bad news? So, you know, you think about that when you think about your tone, the pace, are you speaking too fast? Are you speaking too slow? Like it's a lot that goes into, you know, your voice that we just don't think about. And so I just wanted to, you know, I love this article. Um, it talks about pitch. You know, what level are you using in your voice? Is your pitch too high or too low for the message? How does your pitch change, you know, throughout the, the flow of whatever it is that you're, you're speaking about? And then your energy level. Um, Y'all know I'm soft-spoken. So sometimes, you know, I could be, I could be very excited, but it might be, I might just be like a Daria sometimes. It just might be, you know, very monotone. And like, I'm excited, but, you know, yeah, you know, so. <laughs> Just really be mindful of those things. Me too. Me, too. <laughs> Me not three. <laughs> Y'all know. I know, that. <laughs> I know no matter what you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, day I, was on, I was on a FaceTime with my mom and brother. It was night, so they couldn't see my face. But something I wasn't feeling. I was feeling that type of way about something. My mom was like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Well, I was like, damn, how she know? <laughs> like, your voice is like, your voice really does say a lot. And yeah. it, it, you're right. I, the fact that you brought up like poetry and how poets use their voice. Like if people, if poets just use this regular voice, da, 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 we'd be like, what the heck? It's so much more that, than just the words and being reciting it. It's mm -hmm. the, the feel, the ups and the downs and the lows. So that's that's really a good point because a lot of people aren't cognizant about how they are saying things because mm -hmm. sometimes they just come off a little, little. <laughs> oh, excuse me, that hurt. So that, that's a good thing to to be cognizant about, definitely. Mm -hmm. So do y'all have any more tips about how to use your voice? Um, I think that, I think y'all get the point of this podcast that we really, really, really want y'all to go out and vote. Yes. And I, think, <laughs> I think it's crazy because like um, early voting is so easy. Well, at least it's been for us. Y'all, um, literally the easiest like less than 10 minute process you could ever do in your life they try to psych you out on the media and make you think that the line's gonna be wrapped around the whole planet and that's i went in there thinking like oh lord i'm about to go vote it's about to take forever i went in there i'm like okay i get my look get my id that was like literally like a six minute wait then i get to the little machine to go and vote that was like maybe like a eight minute process so i'm like this was the easiest thing ever but like to get to the actual machine 
from my car was like so smooth. So it was unbelievable. I was like, this is the easiest, but that I guess it's because the early voting, this the early voting, y'all. And if you listen to this today, you have I don't know how many days, but if uh, by Tuesday, you'll have seven days. When this episode released on Tuesday, we got a week, y'all. We got a week. We gotta get to the get to the game, y'all. Get to the game. We gotta we gotta make a change, y'all. Got to seven seven days. And, and what I liked about what Jazz did when she went voting, she called me and she was like, "Oh, do you want to go voting? Have you voted yet?" I was like, "I can't even vote in, in Houston because I vote in Pearland." But even that, like, you can even make a date out of it. I actually caught up with a friend, like, "Oh, let's go voting together," and then we went out to eat. So just yes. like. Make it a fun thing, and I think I might do that. I'm, this is one person, and I don't know if they voted or not. So I'm gonna be like, "Hey, did you vote? Oh, now let's just go together. We just go get something to eat afterwards. You know, just make it a fun experience. You know, yeah. Sometimes people think it's taxing and stuff like that, but <laughs> lines ain't that bad in Texas um, for early voting. But well, where we are, well, for us, I don't know. I can't speak for everything else, but I just yeah. know November third. Do not wait till the election day, y'all. It's going to be crazy. And yeah. um, so do your best to be able to get out there and early vote and make it easier on yourself, less stress on yourself. Have fun. Have a dang golden party. And just in, in, do the dang thing. <laughs> just do the thing. Because you know what, guys? There are, like, we know people that aren't citizens here, and they don't have the right to vote but let us be the voice let us let us speak up for them you know mm. the people who really want to to vote and have a say because their immigration ha- depends on it you know them being able to here depends on it opportunities some people's half of their families here half of their families somewhere else so if anything just be be the voice for the voiceless you know mm. where you can man Talk, speak that truth. Speak that Girl, truth. You have to, because sometimes, you know, you got to be, it goes back to the lunch days. You know, I was taught growing up, don't ever let somebody like sit at a lunch table by themselves. Because, you know, we were always the girls like, hey, you want to come sit with us? <laughs> somebody yeah. want something wrong to your friend or someone else like, hey, uh, hey, we, we, that's not what we do here. Right. Why you talking to them that way? So it go, it go. Why Trump? Why you? How you just gonna be talking about my brothers and sisters like that? How you gonna be talking about my Hispanic brothers and sisters like that? My black brothers and sisters. I'm like, no. Right. Like, you gotta be the the people in the world to really speak up, speak up, speak up exactly. in everything. everything. Somebody you know that got a pre-existing condition, a condition, a grandma, auntie that got some diabetes, an uncle with high blood pressure, anything. Let's talk about it. A disability of any sorts. Talking about taking all their benefits away. How they gonna get their prescriptions? How they gonna get to their doctor's appointments? Come on, let's talk about that. You can't do that to them. Cannot do that to them. I'm about to go on a whole tangent because <laughs> I think so much like. Yo, speaking up has been a thing, like, for me lately, because, and this is, like, a little off of the election, though, because, like, when you speak up for yourself in any situation, like, mm-hmm. I, I personally hold back a lot. So, it doesn't seem like it on here, but <laughs> I personally hold back a lot, especially, like, in a workspace or maybe, like, a, a dating situation and stuff like that um, with families sometimes, 
we don't really speak up and express our truth and how we really feel and what we really want out of life. But if we are not able to do that or articulate that, then we don't get it <laughs> because you didn't say anything or someone doesn't know that they made you feel a type of way. So like we say with everything that we talk about, everything is a practice. Practice speaking up, practice using a good tone, practice knowing when to say things and when not to say things, but always speak and live in your truth. Yes, something may be going on in work that you may not be able to speak up on, but you can make actions in a different way to be able to move yourself out of that situation or talk to the right people for things to get changed. So whatever you do in every situation, stay true to yourself and try stay true to what's morally right in your heart. So that part, yeah. yes. Well, all right, guys. Anything else, ladies? Because uh, last words before we get off these airways. Girl, I think our voices were definitely used. <laughs> I think that, hurt, girl. girl they were heard. They were used <laughs> by God and heard by all. Yes. 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 All right, guys. We love them and we're not like trying to force y'all or stick politics down their throat or anything like that. But we just speak no. in our truth. Yeah, this is literally about truth, right? Exactly. And I understand everybody evolves at their own divine timing. So, and we still love y'all and keep rocking with us. <laughs> okay, so what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, this is your first time tuning in on Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Okay, my dog is in the background. <laughs> he in his kennel and he wants to get out. So, Leo, shh. Okay. So, um, what was I? You're either using this statement for positivity or to transform your life in a negative way. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So, on those days when you're not feeling like your best self, you're not sure still speak uplifting things that's going to motivate you get you out of get you from being stuck in a rut. we want to speak things that empower us um i'm affirming that well there's three of us and i'm affirming that there are millions billions trillions of y'all out there tuned in and we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations so who wants to go first i have one I am using my voice to, to participate and help the world grow, change, evolve, and heal. Girl, why you almost took mine? Okay. So mine is, I am using my voice for truth, love, and change. Y'all, why are we on the same way? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm using my voice to allow God to speak through me, use me to speak truth, peace, and prosperity. Amen. Okay. Let them know where to find us, Tiff. Yes. Use your voice to tell other people about Soul Feeling Podcast. That's S O U L F I L. Yes. Everywhere. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. 
And please, guys, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Y'all really been rocking with us on YouTube, so head over there if you want to see our shining faces uh, and see all these um, these uh, facial expressions that go along with our voice. We're there, too. Um, but yeah, leave a five-star um, rating on Apple Podcasts and write something soulful and sweet and follow us everywhere on social media. We'll be there. And... I think that's just all the announcements I have for you guys today. We, we do love and appreciate you. Yes, thank you all so much. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye. We love y'all. Peace.